Jesus. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time together, this opportunity to acknowledge who you are, what you've done for us, and how we respond to that. God, you are worthy of all our praise. Amen. All right, friends, thanks for singing. I'll have you around my house for a campfire anytime. Now's the time to go grab a chair. Get your chair. Go to pee if you got to. Hey guys, yeah. If you got a seat, make sure you can see. You know, we welcome you all here. And as we enter in tonight, woo! O chair. O chair. Yeah. Who's pumped to know Julie a little bit more tonight? Guys, look how cute she is. Look at that jacket. We're good. We're good. The jacket squad tonight. Hey guys, um, welcome. Man, I wanted to real quick with you welcome Julie to the stage, you guys. Let's give her a round of applause. Now, I know you guys don't personally know her, so I wanted to take just a real quick second to kind of introduce her and to ask her some questions. So Julie, tell everyone what you do. Maybe. Maybe. Hello, I'm so glad to be here. I work at Orchard with you. What? <laughs> it's pretty cool. We walk, we work down uh, from the hallway from each other, so we, we hang out a lot. We do. Yeah, and tell us where do you live and like your family real quick. Yeah, I live up by Denver, out in the country. And who else lives by Denver? All right, I see you back there. I see All you right. representing. I love it. I love it. And I have, I'm married, and I have a little two-year-old named Lily. And I have four animals. Yeah. I love it. And what is, like, a fun memory of you in junior high? I know it was, you know, just yesterday, but maybe it was, like, a fun, fun thing that happened. Just a short one. So I was in plays in junior high. And so if you ever, did anyone ever read the book Little Women? We got a hand. One person. I was Meg. We got two. We got two. Three. Two. Nice. So I got to be Meg in Little Women in oh ninth gosh. grade. That's awesome. And I went to Holmes Junior High. Woo woo. Holmes Junior High. 
we're fans of all the junior highs for sure. But that's of so course. cool. That's so cool, guys, that Julie's been around here. And she went to the same junior high as some of you. Um, and she even likes maybe the same, some of the same things that you guys like. So we're going to do a quick little game called This or That. And it's rapid fire. You guys ready? Are you guys ready down here? Yeah. Yeah? Cool. It's going to be a rapid fire. So I'm going to give you this or that. And you choose which one is your choice. OK. Does that make sense? So if Got I it. say, you know, basketball or baseball, you would say, neither. Uh, basketball. Okay. okay, 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 okay. All right, you guys, you ready? All right, Netflix or Hulu? Netflix. Oceans or mountains? Uh, oceans. Winter or summer? Summer. Morning or evening? Morning. Book or TV? Book. Mac or PC? Mac. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Comedy or action movie? Action movie. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Pancakes or waffles? Waffles? Burgers or tacos? Tacos. Dine in or delivery? Delivery. Dog or cat? Dog. And last, Superman or Batman? Superman. All right, cool. So hopefully you guys get to know a little bit about Julie. And I'm going to pray for her real quick. And she's going to give us an amazing talk tonight. So all eyes and ears up here, OK? So let's pray real quick. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for bringing these kids together. And thank you for Julie, that she's going to be here and to lead us into a message about how we can trust your promises. I'm so excited. So let us just hear with our hearts and our ears and our minds and our souls to hear what she has to say, because it's going to be so, so good. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brenna. You guys, when I was in junior high, all of my friends deserted me. In my time of need, I could have desperately used their help. The bell had just rung, and I was sitting on a fence looking cool. You guys, I was wearing the most awesome outfit. It was a matching floral print shirt and culottes. Now, I can't imagine any of you know what culottes are, so we're, here is a fashion history lesson. Culottes were a split skirt slash shorts, and they were awesome. Was it a skirt? Was it shorts? Wait for it. It was both. I was proud of my outfit which is why I was perched on the top of a fence and I looked hot. Judge for yourself, I looked hot, right? When, so, hey, so when the bell rang, my friends took off and needing to get to class myself, I jumped off the fence but to my horror, my culotte stayed on the fence. The back of my huge bell-like skirt slash shorts hung on the top of the chain link fence, and I had the most ginormous wedgie. I was hanging there with my backside just blowing in the wind, and I was stuck. I couldn't get down. And all of my friends ran off to class, and no one stayed to help me. Not one single friend. I was as alone as alone could be. 
and I was as exposed as exposed could be. Have you ever felt alone and vulnerable and exposed? That's how I felt. And I imagine that God's prophets and God's story felt like this too, alone and a little exposed. So out history, God has sent messengers or prophets to his people, and they shared special messages to God's people from God. And sometimes the prophets would tell people what was going to happen. We call this prophecies. And sometimes their message was an attempt to get people to turn back and be sorry for their sins and to turn back to God. And sometimes their message was a special message about how God loved and cared for his people. Now, the prophets had a really, really important job to do, and they took it serious. Do you know why? Because they spoke on behalf of God himself. When the, the prophets spoke, the Israelites listened as if God himself was speaking to them. And so the prophets were only able to say what they heard God said. Because if they said something else, the Israelites could kill them. Isn't that crazy? Can you imagine how scary that would be? Imagine if your life depended on hearing and translating the message God told you. It would cause you to listen really, really closely, right? Would you be worried that the people would believe you and your message? Would you be worried that you didn't hear the message right or translate it right? I bet the prophets experienced those fears too. I imagine that they felt like I did back in junior high when I was stuck on the fence, backside blowing in the wind. They felt a little bit alone and vulnerable and probably a lot like a freak show. But the Old Testament prophets said some things that were really, really important. They said some stuff that was written down that we still read today. And these are the things that we're really glad we have written down. So to give you a little idea of some of the things they said, I want to play a little game with you. Okay, here's the game. It's called Who Said It? Prophet or Celebrity? You all get to participate. Here's the rules. I'm going to read you something either a prophet or a celebrity says, and then you get to guess who said it. Okay, got it? So we'll, we'll do one together. Okay, ready? Here it is. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and we will call him Emmanuel. So who said it? The prophet Isaiah or Shay Mitchell? The prophet Isaiah. Great. Good job. You get it? Oh, so, so you understand where we're going? I think you all got that one right. So here's the next one. Ready? Ready? There is a lot of baggage that comes along with our family, but it's like Louis Vuitton baggage. Who said it? The prophetess Hulda or Kim Kardashian? Kim Kardashian. All right, ready? Here's the next one. Even my close friend, someone I trusted who I shared my bread, has turned against me. Who said it? King David or President Donald Trump? <laughs> it was actually King David. <laughs> nice try, though. Okay, ready? Here's the next one. Remember, true beauty comes from within. 
from within bottles, jars, compacts, and lipstick tubes. Who said it? The prophetess Miriam or Jeffree Star? Jeffree Star, of course. You guys are getting these all right. Okay, here's the next one. Who said it? Even the hard times are part of your life story. If you acknowledge them and move past them, they eventually add up to the experiences that make you wise. Who said it? Prophet Elijah or Miley Cyrus? Miley Cyrus. <clears throat> okay, you ready for the next one? Okay. I will make the sun go down at noon and darken the day in broad daylight. The prophet Amos or Taylor Swift? The prophet Amos. All right, all right. Last one, last one. I will go down as the voice of this generation, of this decade, and I will be the loudest voice. Who said it? The prophet Zechariah or Kanye West? <laughs> That's right, Kanye West. You guys are great. I think you got all of those right. All right, listen, listen. Just like the celebrities in our game, each prophet said some pretty wild things. The most famous prophet was the prophet Isaiah, and he lived 700 years before Jesus. And what makes the prophet Isaiah significant is that he spoke about the coming Messiah. So I'm going to read you a few things that Isaiah wrote, and I want you to tell me who you think ta Isaiah is talking about. Okay? Here's the first thing Isaiah wrote. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and, he will call, and we will call him Emmanuel. Who is he talking about? Jesus. Great. Good job. Here's another thing that he wrote 700 years before the New Testament. For unto us a child is born. To us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulder. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Who do you think this is talking about? Jesus. Good job, guys. All right, ready for the next one? This is also what Isaiah wrote. He said, The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. Who do you think this is talking about? Jesus. I heard it. Good job. All right. Here you go. Then the eyes of the blind will be opened, the ears of the deaf unstopped, the lame will leap like deer, and the mute tongue shouts for joy. Jesus. Do you remember how Jesus healed deaf people and gave blind people sight and healed them so they could walk? All right, here's the last one. I offered my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who pulled my beard. I did not hide my face from mocking and spitting. Jesus, that's right. Good job. You guys did great. All of these things were written about Jesus. And remember, Isaiah lived 700 years before Jesus was born. But whenever we read the stuff that Isaiah wrote, everyone guesses he was talking about Jesus. 
This was Isaiah's main job to point people in the direction of Jesus. In fact, other prophets said similar things hundreds and hundreds of years before the Messiah, and all of them pointed to Jesus. The prophets were men and women who gave the Israelites hope by telling them that God would send them a Savior. Hey, and guess what? They also give us hope because the things that they wrote down helped show us that Jesus was the promised Messiah that God has always promised to send since the very, very beginning. Now, do you know why we can trust what the prophets say? Because Jesus himself used the writing of the prophets after he rose from the dead to confirm to his disciples and the prophets that they were talking about him. All right, so I want to read something that Jesus said, and I want us all to read it together, okay? You ready? Read with me. Jesus said, how foolish are you and how slow to believe all the prophets have spoken. Hey, come on. You're supposed to read with me. You can't see it. Can I have a slide? All right, well, I'll read it to you. How about that? Jesus said, how foolish of you and how slow to believe all the prophets have spoken. And beginning with Moses and the prophets, Jesus explained to them what was said in the scripture concerning himself. So if you remember one thing from tonight, this is what I want you to remember. Ready? God's promises can be trusted. God's promises can be trusted. Say it with me. God's promises can be trusted. In the Old Testament, there was over 60 major prophecies spoken about the coming Messiah. And did you know that Jesus fulfilled every single one of them? Right? Mathematically, that's impossible if he wasn't the Messiah. It'd be like a bazillion, gazillion to one that someone could fulfill all of the Old Testament prophecies about the Messiah if he wasn't. Now, the really cool thing about this is that some of the prophecies were written about people at Jesus, not even Jesus, but they were written about people around the time of Jesus, like Mary and Joseph and Kings, King Herod. And they fulfilled these things that were written about them, too. All of this was written hundreds and hundreds of years before Jesus. It's incredible. God wanted you and I to know that his promises can be trusted. He gives us helpful hints along the way. Just like the prophets who said things to remind the Israelites that God was sending them a Messiah, God also sends us reminders to help us along the way. Do you know how I got down off the fence in junior high? Uh, yes, I ripped my pants, but a teacher came to help me. It was so lame and embarrassing, but I needed help. And God sends us help too. And sometimes it's a friend, a parent, or a teacher. But a lot of times he used the men and women in the Bible to write down God's promises so that you and I would be able to read them and remember them and remind ourselves of them. And all of his promises point to Jesus. And guess what? Bradley Reese is coming next week to talk about Jesus. It's not over yet because Jesus is coming. 
So what's our one thing to remember? Say it with me. God's promises can be trusted. All right, you guys are awesome. Let me pray for you, okay? All right. Let me pray, let me pray. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for your promises. Thank you that your promises are yes and they're offered to us and they're written down to encourage us and give us hope. Thank you that you fulfilled all of the prophecies in the Old Testament so that we can look at you and know you're the long-awaited for Savior. God, thanks for junior high students. Thanks for their energy and their passion. Thanks for this time in a place that we get to learn about you. And now we get to go and talk and get to know each other a little bit more and have some more fun. God, thanks for tonight. We just pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.